second season of Reach Next Generation Podcasts. I'm Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them and what tips they've regarded of my age. Today my guest is Preeti Shetty, who is CEO of Upshot and non-executive director at Brentford Football Club. Preeti has had a distinguished career in sport. Thanks for joining me today, Preeti. Can we start by you telling us all how your career took you into sport and to Brentford Football Club? Hi, Grace. It's uh, lovely to be on here and it's lovely to meet you. Um, My career into sport happened completely by accident. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was at university um, and I happened to do some work experience at BBC Sport and just fell in love, really, and had this this wonderful moment of uh, sport is amazing and it changes people's lives. Um, and I never want to do anything else again. So it happened completely by accident, but showed me a, a whole new industry that I've, I've remained a part of. Well, when you were at school, did you? Sorry, I'm about to sneeze. Or maybe not. Um, did you know <laughs> what you wanted to do or be or did that happen later in life? I definitely did not know what I wanted to be at school. Um, I was I was pretty good at school, but nothing really jumped out. Um, I actually took a gap year after school, hoping that that would help me understand what I wanted to do. That didn't work either. Um, and so when I went to university, I, I did a, a media and comms degree, which I thought was broad enough that, you know, maybe it would help me figure it out. Uh, and then I thought I wanted to go into TV production and turns out I didn't want to do any of that. So, uh, no, I mean, you know, I, I learned lots of interesting things at school, but I don't think I was very clear on what the next step was. Well, as you just said, you did go to university. Um, how important do you think it actually is to go, though? I think it depends. You know, I think if you know what you want to do or if there is a skill that, you know, you're very good at, then I don't think university is is the only answer. Like I have a friend um, who's really good at art and went to like a specialized art course instead of university. Um, for me, university was great because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so it gave me time. Right. It gave me three years. I met loads of people. I learned lots of new things. I got to live in a new city. And I like for me, that was the benefit of university is it gave me time to help me understand what it is I wanted to do later. Obviously, we've all been hit by COVID with shops only just reopening and everyone trying to find a new normal. To be honest, it's not that normal. I don't think we should actually call it a normal. But how have you had to deal with the COVID-19 issues, both personally and professionally? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's normal at all. I was I was thinking yesterday, you know, if if I had just woken up today, I, I would think this is a really strange place for all of us to be in. Um, It's it's hard. It's been hard, I think, for everybody. You know, for me professionally, a lot has happened in the last 18 months. So uh, I used to work for an organization called the Football Foundation um, and I used to run up shot uh, within the foundation. And, you know, during covid um, I took Upshot out of the foundation and set ourselves up as a social enterprise. And so for me and my team, that was a really big change. We, you know, we hadn't seen each other in 12 months and we set up a whole new business 
in during covid um and so you know that was quite difficult we didn't you know, we don't really have office space so we've been all working from home so it's been hard but at the same time like we've learned a lot from it like i think because we went through that it's made us a lot closer uh, to each other it's made us a lot stronger much more resilient and i think like now like you know i run a a tech startup and when we talk about it now in the team the attitude is very much like if we survive that we can survive everything yeah. and so it's you know it's gave us really good foundations i think well could you tell me a little bit more about upshot and the work it does i can yeah so upshot is basically um uh, a social enterprise that helps charities and sport organizations um and community organizations measure the impact of their work and what that means is we help them collect data and then we help them understand what difference they're making to their communities and so you know the the kinds of organizations we work with we we have just over 1000 clients wow. and they're all completely different so like you know one is a, a school and one is um you know a, a football club um and then we've got some some charities that are delivering different interventions we work in 32 countries so every day is different but what we have in common is they're trying to do something good in the world and we help them understand what their data is telling them well when we look at social media which i know plays a huge part in everyone's lives probably more to do with covid and probably before that also what advice would you give girls about my age about how to use it and maybe not use it <laughs> it's it's a great question grace i mean you know when i was your age we didn't we didn't really have social media definitely not like we have it right now um it can be a great thing right like as you said during covid it was a really wonderful way to see what was happening you know in friends and family's lives and keep in touch with people really far away from us uh, it's a great way to see what's happening in the world and look at news that you know we wouldn't have been able to do otherwise but at the same time like i think sometimes maybe we can go too far and you know for for girls your age if i was to give myself advice um you know looking back i think it's don't believe everything you see like not everything you know even myself like the way i portray myself on social media i only put the good stuff on there you know yeah. i'm not putting the the day where i haven't washed my hair in 3 days and you know i'm in my pajamas like that's not going on social media so i think as long as as long as you're clear that that's not necessarily real life it can be a really positive thing yeah well can you tell me also this about your work with street child united I can they are lovely so they're a wonderful charity that uh, I've worked with for a few years now um the basically as you know as an organization as an NGO uh, Street Child United uh, works to help people change their perceptions of of street children around the world uh, and we do that by putting on big sporting events so international sporting events around the football world cup or the cricket world cup where we bring street children from around the world they play their own world cup in the country that the world cup is is taking place but they also have arts workshops and music and then they get to advocate for their human rights um it's amazing i started as a volunteer i went and volunteered for them i met all these incredible young people and heard all their stories and it's just it's it's a really it's a great way for people to understand that street children around the world don't have the same privileges as us 
Um, And so, you know, we need to fight for them as well. Well, it sounds like a very interesting charity. I'm sure lots of people would want to volunteer like you did and get more involved. Now, is there anything, considering that you're the CEO of Upshot, you do stuff with Street Charge United, you do stuff with Brentford Football Club, you do stuff with loads of different people. Is there anything that you still want to do either personally or or professionally? <laughs> um, well, when you say it like that, it makes it sound like I have no time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yes, I, I think there's always things I want to do. You know, there's always... There's always ways we can be better. There's always things we can do to to help our communities and our colleagues and our friends. Like, I don't feel like I'm done yet, um, but I don't necessarily know, you know, what the next challenge is. I just want to be really good at what I do every day. And I want to be able to to help, you know, women, uh, girls like you. I want to be able to uh, help the sector. Uh, and so whatever... I rarely say no to things. So whatever the, whenever the opportunity presents itself, I try and take it if I think it's a good idea. Well, I would always think that sport is pretty male dominated. It's getting better at a pretty slow rate, but let's hope it gets better in, in the near future. Um, what advice would you give to girls who may not want to work in sport or, but may want to work in an industry that is also quite male dominated? Yeah, I mean, you know, I work in two industries that are male dominated. Obviously, I work in sport, but I also work in technology and tech is really male dominated also. And, you know, with either one, I think it's about role models, right? Like if if we see other other girls, other women, other people of color um, working in, in those industries, then then we think we, we might want to, too. And I think if there's anybody that's interested don't be put off by the fact that you can only see men or you can't see anybody like you. Because as you said, it is changing. And if there aren't enough role bottom, maybe you can be one. Yeah. Right. And so somebody has to be the first. And so it might as well be you really. So give it a go. You never know. But I think by being in it, you change the perceptions, not just for other women, but, but for our male allies as well. Like I've got wonderful men who, work in this industry that have supported me and helped me and, you know, are my champions. But if I didn't do it, then, you know, they wouldn't have seen that I could. Definitely. Well, there's a lot of talk about pay equality generally. How well do you think women are catching up with men's salaries and getting those top jobs in sport and also in most industries? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not moving quickly enough for me. Um, it's, you know, it's getting better, as you said. Like, I think, I think that there are two different things here. You know, we talk about equality quite a lot and equality is everybody getting the same thing, but actually we're not at equality yet. What we need is equity and equity is we look, we understand somebody's situation and give them what they need. Right now, women, are, it's not just about women being paid equally because they've got, you know, they're expected to run the household and look after children. And there's all these other pressures on women. Just getting the same salary doesn't necessarily help with that. So I think what we need is to make sure that we're giving women what they need in order to get the top job, because it's not just money. You know, it's opportunities, it's support, uh, it's childcare. There's all these other things we need to think about. Well, I just need to ask, are you a Brentford fan or a football fan? And how did your role come about there? <laughs> I am a football fan. Um, 
I am a Bolton fan, which is a little bit random. Um, so I, you know, I, I didn't go into this being a Brentford fan. However, I have to say, I am very quickly becoming a Brentford fan because they are impossible not to like. Yeah. Um, I, I sort of, you know, the, how the role came about. Uh, yeah, I knew of the club. They're really well respected. They have incredible history. They have passionate fans. You know, they believe in all of the same things I believe in data and equality and inclusion, community. You know, I've always liked them. Earlier this year, they did something really special where they they wanted a new director. And instead of, you know, just picking someone they knew, they put out an advert like online for, for anybody to apply. And they encouraged, you know, people like me to apply. And so it's really rare. Clubs never do that. And so I saw a really unique opportunity. I liked the club and I applied, never thinking I was going to get it because, you know, it's a huge club and they're amazing. Um, and then I went on a bit of a journey with them since earlier this year. So I did a few different interviews and I met all of them. Um, and obviously, yeah, a few weeks ago, we, we, we announced that I was going to be part of the club, which was really exciting. You know, they're just, they're a club that, really embodies this like spirit of togetherness. We're all in it together. And, you know, being in, in the Premier League for the first time is really exciting, but that's not all we want to do. And that's what appeals to me. Yes, we want to do really well on the pitch, but we also want to do really well off the pitch in our communities, you know, for for um, our fans, for our players. And I think that, that you know, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, Lockdown has lasted too long. I can't even think of how long it, be, it has it has actually been. But fortunately, it is starting to come to an end. I think it's kind of ending now. But I know lots of people who have picked up different hobbies or have discovered something that they may have, maybe have put down and now have picked back up. Has that been the same for you or have you picked up any hobbies that you've continued to to do and if so can maybe share a couple yeah I mean you know it's it's funny working from home because everything is in one place right like I work out of my my living room and so everything blurs into one a little bit but the benefit of being at home and, and for me it's been cooking like I you know I used to cook before but like sort of I came back home from work really late I was tired I, you know, put some things together, whereas lockdown has been amazing because, you know, I, I'm, I finish work and I'm in my kitchen. Yeah. And, and you know, I, it's given me the ability to look at how I eat and, you know, plan my meals and, and things that I felt I never had time for before. Um, and, and I've really enjoyed that. And it's something that even if we do go back to the office properly, it's something I want to continue doing is exploring my relationship with food and culture and, and all of these things that, you know, I thought I was too busy for before. Well, you said that you're doing meal planning, but have you been doing like any baking? So I have realized I'm not very good at baking. Oh. I have tried, but for some reason it it never comes out the right way. I did make really good. You remember the, when they were doing that banana bread trend right in the beginning of lockdown? Yeah. So I I did one good banana bread, but every time I tried to recreate it, it like it's really flat. So, yeah, maybe that's not my strength. Yeah, maybe you need to, maybe you need to focus on a, maybe more of an easier thing. Maybe, okay. some, maybe, maybe some donuts or something. Exactly. 
Well, I've really enjoyed chatting with you today, Preeti. Thank you so much. And I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make in their careers. Keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcasts as I talk to many more brilliant women. Thank you to our sponsors, Haynes Watts, Levi Strauss, Swinton Insurance and Talk Talk for their amazing and continued support. <laughs>